0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Amora Mix. My name is Larry. Hey,
1: hey, everybody, it's B. I'm
0: back. And before we get started, I just want to say uh, thank you for everybody who's listened to the previous episode. Um, go to the YouTube channel Amora Mix and subscribe, and also follow us on Instagram, which is also Amora Mix. So, today's episode, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame, which is basically a month away. So, how you feeling about that?
1: Um, am anticipating this mountain, I can't wait. Uh, that last trailer, that dropped, it just did something to me. I felt like I was a superhero, I could go out and help save It That's just put me on, on that
0: edge. Every time I watch it, I get goosebumps, I get chills. Kinda like what you said, Like I feel like I needed some piece of armor, and I was ready to go out there and be like, hey, y'all need me, man, fuck this nigga Thanos, we got this. But course I ain't got no power so I'm gonna just sit there and watch it when it comes out on the 26th of April so um looking at that trailer there was a lot of stuff in there I think I think Kevin Feige the Russo brothers everyone at Marvel they're doing a great job with this with the marketing for this film it's like they've given us enough information but they haven't given us a lot to the point where there's still a lot of questions about the movie um heading into April which I think is a pretty good thing Um, so I guess since we really don't have a lot to go off of um, what are some predictions what are some theories that you have about in game
1: um based on what I've read there's supposed to be some time travel involved uh it really they've done such a great job of hiding the basic plot of the movie to me it's kind of hard to really come up with predictions Mm. Um, I think even with Captain Marvel coming into the fold I don't think her by herself will be able to defeat Thanos but maybe a combination of like her, Thor, his power Um, if Tony Stark survives you know maybe his brain power helped him out Um, the only thing I can truly say is it'll definitely be a a true Avengers Assemble moment on how they defeat Thanos. But the only thing I'm hoping, well, not even hoping, because in uh, the last Avengers movie, they weren't even worth a damn, but I was saying, hopefully he has some serious henchmen, but he probably won't. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, I just, I don't want to put out too many theories and be disappointed that my predictions were wrong or something. So I'm just waiting for the movie and enjoying the ride. 26. How about you? So, I have a
0: lot of a lot of theories, and some of them, if they're true, they'll cancel out some of my other theories. But we'll just go ahead and rock with it. The first one I have with Captain Marvel. All right. So this is a spoiler. So if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to just turn this off. Um, so Captain Marvel, she gets her powers from the Space Stone. I think because. Thanos is in possession of the space stone stone. I believe that he will be able to limit her power. So um, I don't think that we'll have full throttle Captain Marvel until the Avengers somehow manage to get the space stone away from them. Also, I think that the beginning of the last trailer, where we have a montage of the original Avengers and their films, I think that, one, that was hinting to us that, yes, we are going to go back in time. I don't think they're necessarily going to go back to the first Iron Man. I don't think so, because that movie, had it didn't have any stones, the affinity stones in it. So I think they're only going to go back to the movies where there was one or two or multiple stones all at once. Especially the Avengers, the first movie, because the Battle of New York, you had three stones in New York all at once. You had the Mind Stone, which was in Loki's uh, scepter. You had the Space Stone, and then you also had the Time Stone, which was chilling um, down. And, uh, oh, I did, uh, with Doctor the, Strange's. Uh, yes, scepter. we just didn't know that that world was. Uh, was there yet? But now that Doctor Strange has been introduced and everything like that, we definitely know that the Battle of New York. There are three, to- uh, three stones there all at once. So they're definitely going to revisit that. And there's been multiple um, photos that's been released um, on the internet where we would s- where we see um, Iron Man, Ant Man, um, the Hulk, and also Captain America. We see them back at the uh, Battle of New York where they were shooting. We also saw. Some pictures of Loki as well And we also seen another picture Um, This was probably a couple of months after Infinity War came out, but we saw a picture of Tony Stark and with what looks like he was in um, Shield a shield uh, Gear so it's interesting to see how that battle will turn out now that they're going back and I think the other thing the end of the end of the trailer where we saw uh, most of the Avengers in the Quantum Realm suits, um, similar to the same suits that we saw in Ant-Man and the Wasp, that confirmed that, yes, we're going to uh, get a lot of travel and it's going to be through the Quantum Realm. Um, also, which is another thing that i am been thinking about, um, Samuel Jackson in an interview, and I don't think he was supposed to reveal this, but Marvel's a little tricky. Sometimes they will... Tell their actors and actresses, and sometimes the directors, they'll tell them to say something and pretend like it was a leak. But all in all, they wanted that information to come out anyway. But Samuel Jackson said that um, Captain Marvel has the ability to time travel, and although we didn't see it in the Captain Marvel movie, it'll be interesting to see how that will play out as well. Hmm. Um, who do you think is going to die for real? And um, when You're I say for say real. Um, no coming back yeah the thing is about Marvel and this is the only knock that I've had on the MCU is that they don't know how to cement deaths they don't know how to make deaths permanent okay Um, and I think that because we're at the end of this phase where many of the original Avengers are not going to be around anymore the contracts are up you know for Chris Evans Robert Downey Jr. I think his is up Um, so it's a couple of them contracts are over it would be perfect I mean, it's going to hurt. I mean, Captain America is my boy. Like, I don't want him to die. Like, well, the fan in me does not want him to die. Sorry. But as far as a story,
1: he needs to die. Um, Yeah, I, I would definitely say Captain America. Thor, you'd always say he went back to help Asgard, the Asgardians rebuild. So that's how he gets out of the picture. Um, Tony Stark, I think the billionaire playboy that's coming up with all this technology to save the world. I don't think he'll die because the Stark Enterprises is such an integral part of the MCU that you're going to see Stark stuff in future movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll always be a callback to Tony Stark. So he'll just be like, he's just super busy coming up with new technology. He can't really be an Avenger anymore. Mm -hmm. He'll pass that off to war machine if that. So I definitely think it'll be Captain America, which, if this was real time, would he be, what, like 97 now? 98? Yeah, most around that. Yeah, other than Bucky, everybody else he knows has passed on. Like, what does he really have to live for, truthfully? Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think the Hawk will die, but I we, we know his story is over.
0: I would love for the Hawk to die. Um, i just think the mcu has ruined the hulk um if you think about the hulk in the past couple of movies he's gotten his ass beat um in ragnarok thor beat him thor would have it, it would have been a um, thor probably would have beat him a little bit easier if uh, if the grandmaster didn't step in and um, turn on the little neck thing that disabled thor um Iron Man beat him in Age of Ultron using the Hulkbuster, Thanos beat the shit out of him in Infinity Wars, that wasn't even close. Um, and I'm, I kind of hope that in um, one of the, the, the comic um, stories, uh, Thanos actually kills Bruce um, slash the Hulk. He kills him and the Silver Surfer at the same time with this double-edged blade, I mean sword, which is kind of similar to the sword that we've seen in promo art that Thanos has now. So, I mean, it would kind of be tough for people to say, oh damn, they really killed the Hulk, but I really think that there's nothing left for this Hulk. I really think that they've destroyed him, even as far as the way the CGI is. I think the original, the Incredible Hulk movie that came out in 09 or 08, I like the way that he looked, like he actually looked like the Hulk. Since then, the Avengers and going forward, they've had him slumped over a little bit, kind of had mannerisms of a monkey, and that's that's annoyed me, like since the original <laughs> Avengers movie, and I'm like, okay, can y'all have him stand upright, can y'all make him look like the Hulk where he's just standing over people, not necessarily like a big-ass monkey or gorilla, but, you know, I guess, I guess I'm, I i do not know.
1: So oh, one other I could see Hawkeye dying. They didn't really do did much with him anyway.
0: I think um I think he he's gonna have a major part in Endgame. And the Russo brothers said that many of the um heroes that either were not on screen for Infinity War or had little time, um, in game were kind of you know, pick that back up. And even with the trailer, especially the last trailer, we saw a lot of Hawkeye slash Roman. It was mainly Hawkeye. Um, I think he does die. I think he does. And I think that um, maybe that's why in the trailer they've been showing so much of, you know, the chemistry between him and Natasha, a.k.a. Black Widow. Um, Yeah, I think he, I think it's possible he dies. Um, Black Widow, it could be possible she dies. I know that she has a um, has a solo movie coming out, but the solo movie will take place prior to all of this, so it's possible for her to. to I die. want I want multiple deaths. Um, you know what I kind of think of? I think of um, I think a, a series that did a great job of establishing characters and then taking them away from us was the Harry Potter uh, movies. Okay. Um, And I thoroughly, the thing I enjoyed most about the Harry Potter series, and the thing is how I'm comparing it to Marvel and the MCU is, you had these multiple uh, films, multiple pictures, where the viewers got to establish, you know, these strong um, feelings or these strong emotions about these characters, and then the characters died. It was like after, once we got to Goblet of the Fire... Of Harry Potter, that's when the tone of the movie changed. It was like, okay, yeah, Harry, you gotta watch out for Voldemort. Then, Goblet of Fire. Um, Dig- I can't remember the guy's name, the one that died. Um, but what? when he, he died, died, it was just like, okay, deaths are about to happen, and it's about to happen a lot. And then, as soon as we got over to the Order of Phoenix, it just went one by one: Dumbledore, Severus Snape. Like, that's what I want to happen in Endgame. Okay, I need. Deaths. Okay. Correct. In any great movie where there's trilogies and things like that, you need um, you need an end. Okay. You can't have you can't call it endgame and not have an end to some of the characters. And if we talk about the meaning of endgame, especially when it relates to chess, endgame is when you're making sacrifices to win. Okay. So if we're making these sacrifices, I don't want it to sacrifice where it's like, oh, you almost died. No, make the sacrifice when you died. Okay, make the victory a little bit more sweet. Cause if you reverse the snap and everyone's there and there's no death, it's going to ruin it for me. It's going to, yeah, it just won't. It just won't be right. So that I think that's the only way that endgame will disappoint me is if the deaths are not final or if they don't have any deaths and they fake it and they're just like, oh yeah, we'll let Cat ride right off in the set. We'll bring Peggy back into it and they'll have a happily ever after. No. Um, I don't want Thor to die, though, because I think um, Thor and Thor the Dark World, I don't think it it did a great job of showing the full personality of Thor. I think we got it in Thor Ragnarok, and I think that just because they finally got it right, I think that as fans, we deserve to have a little bit more of this Thor, the Thor with the bubbling personality, the Thor that is strong, mighty full, and we see it, not just because he has Mjolnir, but... We really get to see Thor at his best. So I hope he doesn't die. But at the same time, he has lost a lot of people. Yeah. And he's seen it personally. And he's 1500 years old. So I don't know. He's tired to fight.
1: Yeah. So uh, let me ask you this question. Um, so far, they're saying the movie could be three hours long. Oh. I'm all for it. You're all for it? it. it. Right. Yes. I think that's edging on a little too much, or to
0: tell the story right? To tell this story right, knowing that we're going to have a lot of time travel, knowing that we're probably going to have to introduce some stories that were briefly touched on in the films that we've had since 2008, Um, I'm thinking about, um, we think about the Tesseract, the Space Stone. Um, Essentially, we've had the explanation of each timeline of where the stone was and what was going on during that timeline. You think about now with Captain Marvel when it was in the 90s. You think about um, Captain America in the 40s when it was found in Norway by Red Skull. You think about um, um, Howard Stark when he founded, um when he founded uh, a little bit after Captain America, the first Avenger. And then of course, in the Avengers, the Battle of New York. Thanos has it now, but the original keeper of the space stone was Odin. Okay, so in order to complete that story of the space stone, you got to talk a little bit about Odin and why he decided to put it in, um, to leave the stone in Norway in the first place. And what was he doing with the? We know that he was the keeper of it, but what did he do in the beginning in the process of it? I mean, Thor Ragnarok kind of talked about. Odin, and how with Hela, um, they were on this conquest, and he had a change of heart, so he banished her, uh, to hell, but they gotta touch on it a little bit more, because the Space Stone is one of the stones that's important to reversing the the snap, so I think they'll touch on that a little bit, um, I think that, um, I'm not sure if they'll talk about this in the movie, but the Russo brothers said that Loki, um, when he came to New York, um, in the first Avengers he was under the he was under mind control he was under the mind control of the mind stone so that's why going forward after the Avengers we saw Loki teaming up with Thor a little bit we saw him not as menacing as he was in the Avengers so it's interesting to see if you know Thanos had the stone and he gave it to Loki to go to New York what was Thanos doing with that stone originally, you know? So it's a lot of things that they can touch on. So I think three hours is probably, it's the most acceptable that we can have for this movie, given all of the pieces, all of the characters, all of the movies that they have to put into this one. Um, And I think also another thing that I'm believing is Thanos is not going to be the only villain and Thanos is not going to be the strongest villain, okay? Um, I believe that right around the time when they reverse the snap or right around the time when most of the characters are back, they're gonna have to fight somebody who is stronger, more powerful, and has more um, has more resources. And I'll say natural resources, whatever, you, however you wanna take that. Um, I'm thinking maybe the living tribunal I'm thinking maybe the original, um, the original creators of the Infinity Infinity Stones. Um, it's a this movie. It's it's interesting. I mean, they even had it on the um, on one of the toys for Avengers Endgame. Um, kind of description was saying that the Avengers have to deal with an even bigger threat. So it's it's a lot. I don't know. I'm.
1: Um, f- so if it is three hours, I think they need to cut out some of these previews. Not that the previews really affect the movie, but just so people don't get restless. Or it'll just have our attention either way, so it doesn't make a difference. Me
0: personally, I would prefer, because um, the thing is, they're not announcing any new movies for the MCU until after Far From Home. And they just recently said that. And I'm, that's kind of interesting, too, because I'm wondering if they're going to introduce some of the characters from that's coming over from Fox. In far from home um, a lot of people were predicting that we may get like a teaser of the x-men or fantastic four in endgame but i don't think that there's enough time and i don't think that it would do the upcoming phase any justice to kind of throw them in there but with spider-man far from home i feel like that would be the perfect time to do it especially considering uh, Spider-Man, and in the comic books, some of his long-run you know, run history with the X-Men, with Fantastic Four, and Far From Home, I mean, we really don't know, we know Mysterio is the villain, but we don't necessarily know what's happening, you know, and the most important thing about Far From Home, um, that movie takes place literally minutes after Endgame ends, so...
1: Yeah, that part I'm really interested in seeing, like, how in game ends, and then a few months later, exactly where, even if it's minutes, exactly where um, Far From Home picks up. That, that'll be the most interesting to me.
0: How did you feel when you saw the trailer for Far From Home? Did you feel like there shouldn't have been a trailer, they should have just waited until game.
1: Um, you know, in today's society where everybody has the internet, everything is instantaneous, it's kind of hard to keep spoilers, um, so with that being said, I kind of wish they hadn't included Nick Fury in it, but everybody knows him, Peter Parker, Black Panther, everybody's gonna come back from the snap, um, but it was just a point, like, sometimes these surprises. They like Mysterio, um, how they're portraying him as a a good guy. Um, so I think it did a, even though I was disappointed with them showing Fury and Maria Hill, because they showed her as well, um, it, it did a good enough job of drawing a line, getting you excited for Spider-Man, um, for a globe trotting Spider-Man, which in... As far as I can recall, in all the Spider-Man movies and cartoons, he never went outside New York City. So that, that'll that be interesting. Until, so, like, Secret
0: Wars and some of those um, other ones. But for the most yeah. part, yeah. If it was just him on a mission, it was always in in New York. Do you... Oh, okay. So in a sense, we, we brought up Far From Home and you said um, Nick Fury being in there kind of, you know... Did um, the trailer, the fact that Nick Fury and Maria Hill is in there and they're kind of coaching up, or not necessarily coaching up, but they're trying to get Spider Man to become more of a leader. Was that kind of a spoiler, letting us know that maybe Iron Man is not even just retired, maybe he dies? Because it doesn't, we see Happy, Happy's in there, because they're, they hinted that Happy and Aunt May is dating. Shout out to Aunt May, that's the Rissa Tomatic. So yeah. Yeah. But do you think that that was a spoiler that possibly something happened to Tony in Endgame? Now
1: and that you sure mention it, it is, but I don't, I don't think, think most people when they saw the trailer, they never that was the they never first, thought about it.
0: That was the first thing I thought, and then I was mad. And I'll be honest, Spider-Man is like my Spider-Man is my dude, that's my favorite character in Marvel. It's always been that way since I was a little kid. But because of how this has worked out with In Game and Far From Home, I've kind of blocked Far From Home out of my head. I pretend that it doesn't exist because when I first saw the trailer for Far From Home, um, it had me feeling disappointed. Like I was let down. And I was like, all right, In Game's coming around, and you know, and then you know it's going to get reversed. We don't know how, but we know it's going to get reversed. And Spider-Man's back, and you know he's in a good mood, and they don't even address the anything that happened in Infinity Wars or Endgame in the Far From Home trailer. So I'm like, uh. but then once they release the sec once they release the Super Bowl commercial, the the big game commercial for Endgame, and then once they did this one, I'm like, I'm all in. I just will never, I won't watch another Far From Home trailer or anything like that until Endgame is in theaters and I see it.
1: Okay. Speaking of which, how did you feel about? On this last trailer, them showing Captain Marvel only because Captain Marvel had only been out of not even a full week when this dropped, and they, even though everybody knew that eventually she would join up with Avengers, um, I kind of thought it was a little too soon to, to show her in the trailers.
0: Um, I felt like they had to, and I think the way that they included her in the trailer, um, I feel good about. Her being in the end game. Cause a lot after seeing the end of Captain Marvel, I'm like, she's too powerful. Like she could literally come to Earth and just wipe it all away. But and then I'm and also I was trying to figure out if she's gonna be in the first act, second act towards the end. But the fact that she is introduced and of course, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel already, you probably shouldn't have been listening to this episode I told you about 20 minutes ago you know not to but this is the the one of the in credits the post credit scene um, we see Cap we see Natasha um, we see um, Rhodey and we also see Banner. Banner in there too? Yeah. We see them um, they have the pager um, that Captain Marvel gave Nick Fury at the end of Captain Marvel and we see you know the 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 Improvement she made to it so that she could be reached no matter where in the galaxy she was at. Um, but the fact that they have the pager and we still see the heroes where it looks like it's probably a day or a couple days after the decimation lets us know that Captain Marvel is going to be in the movie pretty early. All right, because we see even in the trailer we see Thor. Thor had that same hoodie on um, in the trailer before that. He was still sulking about, you know, everybody that disappeared. So I think she's going to be introduced early. And I also think that they're kind of establishing putting her in the trailer because they got to let us see that. All right. She's not going to overpower the movie. She's really going to be working with the team. And I think that was a lot of people's fears like. Oh, is Captain Marvel going to come in and save the day? And it's like, it's going to be anticlimactic because it's going to forget about the original six. No, it shows she's going to work with the six and she's going to be a major part, but she's not going to be the part. So I think that this trailer set that up perfectly.
1: Huh.
0: And then I was looking on my phone because a couple of minutes ago, I was talking about where the next villain we may see, you know, the creators of the original Infinity Stone. So on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, their, their wiki page, Um, In the original Guardians of the Galaxy, in the beginning, when Star-Lord went to the temple vault to get the power stone, we see a mural, okay? And the mural is depicting the four creators of the Infinity Stones. And the four creators are Eternity, Infinity, Entropy, and Death. Okay? And I think Marvel does a great job of putting Easter eggs in there. And I don't think that that, was, that mural was there by mistake. I'm not saying that we may get all four creators from the Infinity Stones, but I think that we may get one, two, maybe even three. Thinking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when um, when Ego uh, touches Star-Lord and he has him gazing into the galaxy, we see that uh, Star-Lord's eyes turns into basically the galaxy and star says, I can see it, eternity, right? True. Sure. And thinking about, I name dropped the Living Tribunal about possibly being a villain or possibly being a part of the movie. In Doctor Strange, we hear that um, Mordo, he said that he has the rod or the staff of the Living Tribunal and he says that it was too powerful. I don't think that they just name dropped the Living Tribunal for any reason and I think the Russo brothers also said in an interview that because Thanos was able to pull off this plan because he was able to snap and he had a decimation that opened the eyes or got the attention of people out there in the galaxy that are stronger than him you know I don't think we'll get galactus because I don't I think that they're not going to rush putting him in there and just one you know the small little inklet. I think that we'll get Galactus maybe later on, but the fact that we've gotten the Living Tribunal, the fact that we've gotten, you know, Eternity, name dropped in there, I'm just curious to see who this this major villain yeah, is going to be, that's over Thanos, but it, it that goes back to the Affinity uh, Gauntlet comic book series, that once he did the snap, yes, um, it was actually Eternity was one of the first people to fight Thanos and then Galactus, they all you know teamed up and said, okay, we gotta get rid of this kid, Thanos, but hey. Um, who would you, and I think this will be our last thing that we'll talk about and then we'll wrap it up. Who would you want to deliver the final blow to Thanos?
1: Thanos, ooh. I, th- uh, I, I think Cat would be the best, that. because he, he felt, felt like, like he, he let no, 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 I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thor, because Thor mm-hmm. failed to cut his head off and, and end it. So, right. I, think I think Thor should... See, I don't know what to talk because Captain America really felt bad that he wasn't able to defeat him. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Thor felt like, I should have just cut his head off and
0: we wouldn't even have these problems. So, do you think that the end of Infinity Wars, where Thanos said, you should have went for the head? Do you think that was foreshadowing that Thor's not going <laughs> to He's not going for the chest this time. He's not going to gloat. He's yeah. not going to give a speech. He's just going straight for the, for the head. head. Oh yeah. So that's possible. Thor, Cap. Um, the person I want to deliver the final blow, and they need to give her her moment is Nebula.
1: Yeah, he has tortured her all her life. And
0: in the original um, comic series, um, Nebula actually was able to take the Infinity Gauntlet and she was actually able to wield it, okay? And also, I remember in Infinity Wars that um, when Thanos um, and Gamora, well, when Thanos showed Gamora that he had Nebula, he was saying that, you know, Nebula, you know, she snuck um, on the ship and she almost killed Thanos. He said that, he was like, she almost got The fact that he said that, and the fact that she is powerful enough to take down the Mad Titan herself, please Russo Brothers, don't let that line go in vain, okay? The fact that she almost was able to take out Thanos by herself, let it happen. Let her be the one. And in this last trailer, we see her on this dark, dark dark-ass place. I don't know if that's the final battle scene, but if it is, I'm all for it, because whatever planet they're on, because it... It may be Earth, it may be uh, Titan 2, where Thanos went off to after the snap happened, but the fact that this entire place is basically burnt down to the ground, obviously it's darkness, we see Cap, you know, looking, um, one, he's looking angry, but two, he's looking like he's just been in the fight of his life, and he had to strap up that shield a little bit tighter, his hand was shaking, but we see Nebula, just angry, yelling, and she and she is running towards somebody. Looking at that anger on her face, the only person she could be running towards is Thanos. Let her have her moment. Let it be her, please.
1: That's all you want? That's all I
0: want. Like Nebula, she's you know sometimes in the MCU because you have you have time constrictions and you can't you know set up the movie like you would a show where you have 13 episodes, similar to comics where you have 13, 14 episodes. I mean, uh, 14... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? 13, 14 um, comics, you know, episodes and things episodes. like that. You know, in the movie, you got to condense it a little bit. So a lot of the characters in the MCU, they're not as powerful as they are in the comic books. But Nebula was a badass. And if they, you know, want to do one thing right, I mean, she's, she's alive for a reason, you know? And she's hanging with Tony, you know. So, I mean, I think those two together, I think that, you know.
1: So, let me ask you this before we finish up. Are you watching watching a marathon of all Avengers movies before Endgame?
0: I'm going to watch some of them. I think Age of Ultron is going to be extremely important. I think um, the dreams or the visions that they had when uh, Wanda, you know, use her powers to, you know, manipulate the dreams. I think that those dreams will play a part in in Endgame. Um, I'm probably going to watch... I'm going to watch the movies that have stones in them. So, if, okay. the, if the story or the movie was based upon somebody getting the stone, I'm going to watch it. Um, I don't plan... I'm not going to watch Iron Man 1, 2, or 3. I don't need to watch those. I'm going to watch all of the Captain Americas, especially... Civil War. I mean, matter of fact, Civil War, Age of Ultron, I think those are probably the two most important ones. For in-game. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Civil War breaking everybody up, they would have been full steam. They would have been a team. And the Russo brothers also say one of the main reasons why Thanos was able to defeat the Avengers was because they were separated, you know? I yeah. think that if, you know, now, you know, they'll get back together, they have a plan, you know, I think that they'll be able to, you know, take them down. Don't need to watch Black Panther because Black Panther really didn't just. D T much. Yeah, I love that movie, but it really didn't have anything to do with Infinity Wars, or I don't think it will have anything to do with Endgame. Of course, I'm gonna watch Infinity Wars.
1: Um, you gotta watch the Guardians. Oh,
0: have to watch the Guardians. I feel like the Guardians, they have so many Easter eggs in there. I mean, I already told you about the, you know, the creators of the Infinity Stones that being in there, and the mention of. Uh, eternity and stuff like that so yes
1: dr strange dr
0: Dr. strange is that one where you might have to watch it and you have to have a notebook to just just to you know remember all of the different spells that were named dropped all of the you know people that we were introduced to that we may not have realized like okay that's not a minor character or that's not a minor name that's being dropped so definitely dr strange is there anyone else that we're missing
1: uh, so what were the stones? The soul stone, the mind stone. So, soul stone was in uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm.
0: and it's in the um, well, you said the soul stone, yeah, yeah, it's only, that's the only one that one's done. Time stone
1: was in Doctor Strange, mm, yeah, uh, reality, the reality stone was in the dark world, dark world,
0: uh, the mind stone, mind stone was, was in the Avengers, Age of Ultron. And of course, Infinity War. And then the. Power. Which one? That was is? in um, Purple. That was in Guardians, the first one.
1: Okay, look, was it? bang They're the only movies we need to watch now. Yeah. Happy right. 26. It can't get here fast enough. Be yeah, here before we know it. Open at night? Yes. All right. may not showing <laughs> Hopefully, they have one at um, seven. 7 or 6.
0: Divide me in three hours. Yeah. Oh, and another thing I'm going to do, I learned my lesson last year. Leading up to, once the premieres drop for Endgame, I'm getting off of social media, the internet, because people spoil stuff in the comments and things like that, and I don't have the willpower to turn away. I mean, I don't have the willpower to not click on the comments, and then I'll, hear, I'll see something, and I'm like... Oh,
1: dang.
0: oh, hold on, what else happened? And then I'm scrolling down I'm like, oh, God damn it! I, I know the next 20 minutes. The 20 minutes or the last 20 minutes of the film, whatever, so no, I'm not going to do that this time. So, no, I want no spoilers. I don't want to even get a hint of uh, what what's going on. Yeah. But that wraps it up for us. Uh, my name is Larry. And I'm b easy And uh, once again, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can drop a comment down. You know, let us know your theories and stuff like that. Um, and I think the next episode we'll talk about uh, if Loki and Doctor Strange were possibly working together since uh, Thor Ragnarok. We'll, I think we'll talk about that. I think mm. that's a theory that I want to roll with. Because uh, I feel like Doctor Strange and uh, Loki both gave up the stones a little bit too easily. I think they knew. Well, we already know Doctor Strange knew in the way into the future but I think uh, I think Loki may have had uh, a little hint thrown out by Doctor Strange but we'll talk about it next week peace peace